You're listening to The Daily Dash with Morgan Van Dalwick. Welcome to episode eight of The Daily Dash. I apologize for last week's schedule. If you follow me on social media, then you know we were moving the studio, the candle studio, and it was a big job. Lots and lots and lots of things to move. So I appreciate everyone's patience as I navigated this past week to make up for it. I will be releasing a bonus episode tomorrow, which I think you'll find great inspiration in, and I'm really excited to shake it up a little bit. Today, I have a topic that is going to change every single interpersonal relationship you have and ever will have. Bold words, but true. I learned this reframe from a coach by the name of Steve Chandler, and I'm going to pass on some of the wisdom to you guys in hopes that it changes your perspective as it did mine. So how many of you have ever been disappointed in or with someone? Have you ever said, I am so disappointed in you? Where did that come from? What disappointed you? And it would make sense that most of you would answer this question with some form of a person did not live up to an expectation that you had. So today I want to encourage you all to drop all expectations and instead replace them with agreements. And what do I mean by that? So when we live in a land of expectations, we're only setting ourselves up for several outcomes. The person either lives up to our expectation, and our response is typically a neutral one because, well, they were supposed to do that, I expected that, or you're what? You're disappointed because they failed to meet the expectation. Then what happens? Usually some sort of conflict or resentment or friction, anger, tension, sometimes outwardly, most of the time inwardly, and then we hold on to that, and then it usually bottlenecks itself and explodes at some point in the form of an argument. Expectations of others will typically lead to discontent and toxicity. It's truly setting up both parties for angst. And I would go so far as to saying, learning what I have learned, that expectations of others are indeed toxic. In addition, the thing about expectations is that oftentimes many expectations rent space in only the expectee's head. And what do I mean by that? So for example, I'm just going to use these really tangible examples because I think it's the most digestible way to break it down. So for example, I might expect that my partner does the dishes if I make dinner. If I never verbalize that to my partner and that person goes to watch television after dinner, I might have a feeling of resentment boil up. But perhaps in the partner's head, he's thinking, well, I'll do the dishes after the show. Meanwhile, none of this is communicated effectively, tension builds, and then what? We usually create stories in our head that aren't even true. Something like, well, he just doesn't think I do enough, or he obviously believes I'm a servant, or something along those lines, when in reality, he might just be thinking, I'll do these dishes after dinner. It's no big deal. So that is an example of an expectation that hasn't even been verbalized to the person that you're expecting it from. For expectations that are verbalized, that also sets everyone up for angst, because when someone says to you, I expect this from you. How do you feel? Most people immediately have some sort of surge of defensiveness and even rebellion. People want control over their autonomy, which is why agreements are so much more effective for everyone. So let's talk about agreements. When you communicate effectively with someone and you co-author an agreement instead of assigning an expectation, you are now both collaborating and negotiating. It releases the angst because it's a conversation. People are also much more likely to keep their word 
to live up to an agreement if they had a say in creating it. So for example, with the one I just gave with the dishes, if I were to say, if I make dinner tonight, would you be willing to do the dishes? And my partner says, sure, but can we agree that I'll do them after the show? How much more fluid is that? How much more ease is there in that exchange. Now what happens is both parties are on board, both parties are responsible for the contract of terms, and both have clear roles. Also, there's oftentimes reasons that people don't adhere to an expectation. So one of those reasons would be what we just talked about, is that the person doesn't even know the expectation exists. It's an expectation that we've created for somebody that they don't even know that they're being held to. If you simply assign an expectation, you are probably not taking into account the information that that person holds that you don't. And what do I mean by that? Here's another example. So perhaps you told your kiddo, when I get home from work, I expect your room to be clean. And you just set that expectation for them. And probably a lot of parents are listening to this are thinking, yes, I expect things of my children. So you get home, the room isn't cleaned, you get frustrated, and then the child is also upset because they feel they let you down. So it's creating a lot of turmoil and angst, both internally but between the two people. So if you would have asked for an agreement, you may have found this out. Can we agree that by the time I get home from work that your room is cleaned? And the child may say, I actually have rehearsal tonight until 4.30, so that would only give me 30 minutes to get home and try to clean my room. Can we both agree that I clean my room after dinner so I have enough time to do it properly? And then the parent would say, oh yes, you know, I forgot about that rehearsal or I didn't realize you had that. Of course that's okay. Instead of the child trying to rush home, clean their room, do it haphazardly, and then have the parent get upset. So both parties are now in agreement. Both have co-authored the tasks and are in full communication. It's so much easier and it's so much more seamless than setting expectations upon someone. Clear communication is truly one of the pillars of a healthy relationship, and I believe that good communication could probably prevent all world wars. To be honest, if there was good communication, a lot of stress, strain, turmoil, angst, pain could be prevented. But on our level, on a more granular level for the individual, you can do this with every interpersonal relationship you ever have. And I guarantee when you make the shift from expectations to agreements, you are going to feel the impact. Also, agree to agree. So now that your gears are turning about this in your head, speak with the people in your life and ask them if everyone can agree to negotiate agreements with each other instead of having blind expectations. When you know better, you do better. But teaching this newfound way of communication is the first step. Because if they don't know that's what you're trying to do, then you might have failed expectations. If there is a relationship that is lacking or that you're constantly feeling disappointed in, go seek an agreement with that person. If something is not occurring or someone is not showing up for you how you want them to, seek an agreement. So what happens when someone agrees to something, when they co-author an agreement with you and they fail to adhere to their agreement. I would say get curious. Explore why. Perhaps they themselves overestimated how much they could get done in a certain time period, or maybe they discovered they needed to implement a calendar so they can keep track of schedules better. If someone breaks agreements, that's an opportunity to have another conversation, and you can reevaluate. And things might come up that you say, oh yes, of course, Let's agree to change this. So agreements are a basic social construct. If someone is consistently not living up to an agreement and it's a deliberate, malicious, or sabotaging thing that they're doing it to sabotage the relationship, 
then that's when reevaluation comes in and boundaries are communicated. Something else I want to bring up is there's something called retroactive expectations, where we look back on our lives and decide people didn't live up to an expectation that we are now assigning. And a wonderful example of this is as adults, we might look back at our childhood and be disappointed in the expectations we are now assigning to our parents when we were growing up. This might be something along the lines of, my dad wasn't there for me like I needed him to be. This is where honesty and maturity and self-development step in. Forgiveness and compassion are likely going to have to be involved and assessing the story that you are telling yourself and understanding that there may have been circumstances that you weren't aware of. This is honestly like a whole other episode, a whole other series is forgiveness, compassion, empathy for other people in your life. But what I will say in this episode is we don't always have all the details. And when we know better, we do better, right? And we are all part of evolution and trying to be better and changing our ways. And sometimes we have to have grace for all of the past versions, not only of ourself, but of other people. Releasing expectations of others frees you of angst, and it frees you of the negative emotion of disappointment. Agreements will enhance your relationships. You will find when you begin to co-author the contracts and not simply assign them, everybody wins. It's just so much more seamless. So as always, find gratitude in where you are and inspiration and where you want to be. Thank you guys for joining me today. If you are enjoying the Daily Dash and it's something that you look forward to, I have a favor to ask. Would you be so kind as to take a couple minutes after this episode and give a five-star rating and write a review? The written reviews are actually the most powerful ones. It would be a free way to support this. And another really helpful thing you could do is share the episode with somebody else. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you get reminded in the morning when these go live. And it truly means more than I can express. It means so much. I'm grateful for you all for showing up the way you have for this. It's been an absolute joy and I can't wait to make more. So thank you guys and I'll see you next time.